Manimal here. It's Monday, December 11th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, how can we not talk about Shohei Otani signing with the Los Angeles Dodgers? He worked us. We had him in Toronto. Now he's in Los Angeles. We'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about some Rangers guys signing some contracts elsewhere, and we've got number 12 on that top 15 moments of the season list. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, and my son, Baron Frazier. We're here to tell you first and foremost that your Texas Rangers are the 2023 World Series champion. If you want to catch me or my son, Baron, on social media, you can go to Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TXRangersWTV. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Hey, and joining me. My co-host, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull, making some sacrifices today during the Bills game to, to, to uh, cover this Rangers team. Where can I also find you on social media? Hey, well, we're, 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 it seems like we're both making some sacrifices today because uh, I, know, I know that Melody is out of town and that, uh, that Baron does not have a sitter right now while we're trying to do the show and that we're going to get through it there. So you're, you sacrifice there. I give up on Bill's afternoon. I mean, it's 30 minutes. I mean, by the time we're done here, you know, I mean, they'll probably already be out of it by Kansas city and I'll start up putting together the, the farm show for a little bit later. <laughs> well, as long as, as long as, as long as I can have uh, Patrick Mahomes having a good game, I don't mind if the bills win. I just need Mahomes to throw five touchdowns and 400 yards. And then, fumble, then somebody fumble that's not him, uh, and the Bills win the game, and everybody's happy. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be happy with the Bills' defense giving up five touchdowns, but uh, we'll we'll make it through that. Uh, um, if if you want a uh, reaction to this Bills uh, Chiefs game, check me out on Twitter or X Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal Three Hundred, and both Facebook and TikTok. Uh, at Bull Pro, and uh, whatever your favorite platform of social media is, we'll uh, we'll talk Rangers baseball on there. Absolutely. So, hey, let's jump right into our around the league. If unless you're sleeping under a rock, you know the biggest news in professional sports maybe right now is the seven hundred million dollar contract that supposedly the Dodgers and Shohei Otani have agreed upon i mean this otani is a pitcher of legend and this whole situation the way this whole thing is shaken out will be something of legend as well because there has been more drama surrounding this situation than i thought possible and i was expecting a lot of drama well you know i think what's funny about the whole situation was was that like uh the drama didn't really happen 
the way that everybody kind of wanted it to happen. They didn't want it to be like the. They wanted it to be like this. Shohei tells everybody what's going on the whole time. Everybody knows what's happening. Every like all the beat writers are in on it, and and Heyman and Rosenthal and Passan and 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 all of those guys are all going to be like right in the middle of it. And they're going to be giving you the 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 play by play of how well uh, how how things are going between the Blue Jays and Otani and the Dodgers and Otani and the Giants and Otani, and they'll be in all the meetings. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's how they wanted it to happen. And then the drama was more like, like I ain't telling you nothing. Yeah. If anybody tells you anything, there's a chance you may not even get me to come to your town because you you opened your mouth. But like we found out that was all like BS because Dave Roberts was the only guy that opened his mouth about a conversation with Otani the whole weekend. And, you know, as as always, money talks and, and BS walks, you know, because like nobody like the other competitors that were in this thing i mean they weren't at like 12 and 685 mm-hmm. to, to, you know so the the highest bid won the way it was going to be from the beginning and it ended up being the the team that uh is the most winning team in baseball in the last 10 years that that bid the highest and you know they got they got the most money to throw around and a lot of it looks like it's going to be deferred and it's going to be more like 40 or 50 on the books to Otani instead of 70. And, uh, you know, in like 30 years from now, we'll be talking about Otani Day like Bobby Bonilla Day. Man, you I know, certainly hope it falls on Max Scherzer Day. Well, you know, let me ask you. So there was a was there <laughs> one that told me this. So there was a a silent auction. Well, I don't know if that's really the case. Like, I don't know if that was like, but that's kind of like how it seems like it was. Like, everybody just kind of put their bid in. Nobody talked about it. Nobody knew where they were at. Nobody knew what the money was going to be like. And then, like, Otani, like, was like, all right, this one's the best one. Let's do it. And, you know, 10 and, 10 and 700 is is more than 12 and 585, you know? I mean, that's absolutely insane. And I think, you know, like, like, from what I read, there was no option, no team or player option. Yeah, crazy, wild. Like no options, right? Yeah, no. I, as far as I know, I mean, Passan reported that there's no options, so that makes you think there's going to be no options. And uh, I mean, but let's be real honest: the Dodgers haven't even acknowledged this deal as of Sunday afternoon, while the while the Buffalo Bills are playing. Yeah, that's the other wild part is like... And now tomorrow when you listen to this and when I put this up later tonight when you're listening to it, maybe the Dodgers will have acknowledged it. I mean, I, I imagine they're going to. They, they're they making a trade with the Yankees right now uh, in order to drop uh, roster pieces because they're at 40 on their, their roster right now as we speak. So they're going to have to drop at least two pieces with the additions of Kelly and... Um, and, and Otani. So, uh, at some point I imagine in the next couple of, uh, uh, next couple of hours, you'll see who the two pieces are coming off of the Dodgers 40 man. And then they'll go into, they'll go into, uh, uh, New York's system or onto New York's 40 man. New York has tons of room because I mean, they had like three pitchers get taken in the, in the rule five the other day. Um, uh, so, uh, lots of 
you know, lots of transactions are going to have to be made just for, or at least day transactions going to have to be made just for Otani to have a place on the roster. The Dodgers are allowed to do that before they can do any kind of signing. So, um, you know, as Monday morning plays out and it shakes down, um, you know, we'll have, we'll know more about it tomorrow on the show. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and that's like three days that Otani got out of us that I didn't plan on giving him, but like one minute of one show when he signed somewhere besides the Rangers. But, you know, it is what it is. He's he is the he is the most talked about guy in baseball. And when he signs a big deal like this, it's 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 important to the game. So we got to talk about it. Yeah. And I would say probably the most talked about guy in sports right now, just just in general. So. Do you think Major League Baseball will make up an in-season tournament just to feed his ego like they did and the NBA did? Oh, man, that was that was probably one of the most like that was the most rigged tournament I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't I don't want to hear anything ever about LeBron James ever again. I mean, that was one of the most unceremonious tournament type situations. It was uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And just... No one took it seriously. But like LeBron. Well, Literally, him and Anthony Davis were the only two, and Tyrese Halliburton were the only three players in the NBA that took it seriously. Well, and LeBron got him a mini trophy, so, I mean, it's just another... Yeah, well, and, and I, again, I feel like this whole in-season tournament was, like, uh, one more thing that they could do to feed LeBron's ego before he retires. Yeah, well, you got to keep the man happy. You got to keep him happy. That's right. Well, let's, let's jump off of Otani for a little bit and talk about some uh some other news so it looks like you know who is it that's getting a new catcher not Cleve Cleveland's getting a new catcher well, Cleveland is getting a new catcher but they unloaded a catcher who they had picked up <laughs> off of waivers earlier um in Christian Bethencourt they sent him to Miami where uh Miami is in kind of a need of a catcher they haven't really found anybody since Real Muto went to Philadelphia and uh um, the, the guardians then made a coinciding move, but we're not going to talk about that coinciding move just yet because it hurts really bad. And it looks like Bethencourt probably for a, a minor leaguer or something gets sent down to the, um, the Miami Marlins. Yeah. So Miami now has a, at least has a plan, uh, for having a catcher. So that's about all in terms of non Rangers related news, would you say? Yeah. Um, uh, oh no, I wanted to talk about Rocky Sasaki. Ro- there you Sasaki go. Okay, that was- real quick. Uh, yeah. Rocky Sasaki. Uh, it might be Sasuke, like uh, like the great Sasuke. It might be like similar to that. I don't know exactly how they 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 pronounce names in Japan. I'm much better with pro wrestling Japan names than baseball ones. I don't know why, but anyways. Um, uh, Rocky Sasaki um, has asked to be posted by his team um the uh, lot of marines over in japan and it's looking like you know he probably won't he's a young guy so if he posts like it's going to be relatively inexpensive as far as like international money it'll be like what Otani did a couple of years ago. And I know that uh Sasuke yeah or, or Sasaki I think it's Sasaki. I'm not, a, but I think he has a, a, a 
clause in his Japanese contract that any time that he wants to be posted to go to Major League Baseball, that they have to fulfill that. But we'll see if the Marines have to do that um, or this time. Well, you know, so we'll just see. He's a young cat, 22 years old, right? Yeah, he's really young, but he had a really nice performance in the World Baseball Classic last spring and, uh, you know, really put his name on the map and then followed it up with a really nice, a really terrific season in Japan. And, uh, you know, he's ready to pitch in the big leagues, that's for sure. Um, what will come of it, we'll just have to wait and see. But um, a lot of teams have got most of their international money already locked up and so you know i mean i don't know exactly what he would be looking to get here or what he would be willing to take to just come over to the big leagues but you know what we'll find out in the next couple of weeks and see if a if he's posted and b if a team decides to scrap some of their international money that they're that they were planning on spending and go in that route Hmm. Hmm. you interested oh of course i'm interested but do the Rangers have know. you know again it's like this uh, really wild thing where it's like what we have in international money um, left over would never be able to pull it but are they willing to get off some of these international talents to, to go after a generational type that could be a generational type if uh, maybe you know who knows we'll see We'll see, but I'm I'm definitely interested. Like, there's there's no doubt that I'm interested, but like, um, we'll just kind of see where it ends up in that in that whole sense. Well, before we start talking Rangers, do you want to uh, tell the good people about our uh, our friends over at Deaf Breath and Matt Warpro? Yeah, I got to let them know that on Friday, January 26th, at the Southside Preservation Hall. We are back at it. Um, it's been a couple of shows now since we've been at the, the Preservation Hall. We had the Ridgely Theater. We had Martin House Brewing. But uh, we are back for Brawl at the Hall, too. It's going to be a big time on January 26th. All our friends are going to be out there. We're going to have Starry's Ice Cream. We're going to have uh, Kelly's Onions Burgers. We're going to have Big Dog's Hot Dogs. They're all going to be there. And remember, the at the, at the Hall shows, Martin House Brewing, they come out, they give away free beer all night long, and that's probably going to still be the case, and I wouldn't be shocked if they have a bunch of that Body Slammer IPA to give away as well. So, you know, it's going to be a big time outside of the sponsors and all that stuff. I'm not just telling you sponsors because there's no wrestling, no good wrestling that's going to happen. No, we're going to have a big card. We're going to have two of the uh, uh, longest reigning Texas heavyweights going at it in the uh, – um, and for the Trinity River Heritage title and Franco D'Angelo and Brent McKenzie, a couple of old timers basically at this point in their career. You could tell them I said that. And, uh, um, you know, also, but still at the top of their game, I rib them about being old timers, but still at the top of their game. And then on the, for the second main event, a couple of kids that I trained that I'm uh, I'm disappointed that they're fighting, but at the end of the day, I knew it was going to have to happen at some point. The town just wasn't big enough for the both of them, and that's Brick Savage and Damo McCullough. So it's going to be a big time. I imagine there's going to be five or six more, more matches on the card, but we're going to have a huge show out here at, uh, at the Southside Preservation Hall, and I hope everybody comes out, checks it out, and enjoys not only the wrestling, but all of our our sponsors, and uh, everything that comes along with that as well.
Yeah, so going to be pretty excited. I love that Southside Preservation Hall. Uh, what a great place to watch wrestling and uh, great acoustics in there. It gets nice and loud and a uh, lot of fun. So let's... Not a ton of buildings. Uh... Not a ton of buildings in Fort Worth that were built at the turn of the nineteenth or the twentieth century, but that's one of them. Yeah, and it's still standing, and it, and it's actually, you know, for as far as I'm concerned, it, it's 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 a great place to watch wrestling. So, and it's uh, also across the street from the brand new uh, Firehouse Skate Park that they just built mm-hmm. uh, in the last year, and that's a uh, you know if you're if you're looking to do something fun before the wrestling show while the uh, while it, before it gets dark. Uh, the the skate the skate uh, the skate park is really cool and uh, definitely a good place to 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 you know work on your scooter or your skateboard or or whatever your bicycle whichever you choose. Well, let's talk about some Rangers kind of Rangers news because a couple of Rangers a couple of players that helped the Rangers get to um, get to the World Series or played a major integral part in them uh, getting there, um, got signed over the weekend. Uh, let's start off with the, at one time, closer for the Rangers, uh, the big lefty with the slider, excuse me, with the slider, Will Smith gets signed by the Royals. Seems like the Royals signed, either the Rangers are trading with or somebody's getting signed by the Royals, um, Rangers related. So the Rangers pick up, I'm sorry, the Royals pick up Will Smith. It's kind of good for Will Smith because he, at this time last year, he was just hoping to play baseball. Well, you know, I mean, let's just first and foremost mark down the Kansas City Royals as the 2024 World Series champions because Mm. that's just been the way it's been for Will Smith the last four years or three years of his career. Um, But, no, uh, this is a good move for Will Smith. It's a good move for the Kansas City Royals. This is one of those – when you're a team that you're not exactly sure what you're going to be next year, it always helps to have veteran presences back there and, and veteran guys that are relatively inexpensive. And, and if things don't go the way that they want, I mean, what team isn't looking for a lefty that can get guys out out of the bullpen if that's the case for him next year at the, at, in the middle of the season? Um, Will Smith, uh, I mean, he got outs in the World Series. Um, he He had his struggles here. But there was a time where Will Smith was uh, pretty much helping the the Rangers sure up that that bullpen and was about the only guy you, you could count on to get out. And, and you know, things change and, and confidences go away and come and go. But I never thought that Bochy really completely lost all uh, all hope. In, in Will Smith and you could see when he went to go get outs from him later in the season that it wasn't all all for lost or all for not or whatever and and you know Kansas City if he gets outs this is a guy that they could flip at the deadline for a prospect and I don't know that it's going to be Cole Raggins for for Araldis Chapman like for them but you know another piece that comes back and you know Will Smith is on to you know, try and help another team win a World Series. Yeah, and, you know, I think at one point, or, or definitely Will Smith was the closer at one point, and then I, I'm i not sure or if he did lead the Rangers in saves last year. I'm, I'm maybe sure he did. He might have, like, actually led the team um, in actual saves. So, 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 you know, good for him. 
I think more than anything, yeah, he ended up leading the team with 22. Barron's like, heck yeah, Will Smith. But 22 saves out of Will Smith last year. So, you know, good year for him. Nobody else even was in double digits. So he was, no, uh, yeah, no he was a pivotal part of this team. Yeah, they did. They only had 30 saves for the whole season, and the other eight were from Leclerc and Chapman. But, um, you know, I mean, there was no doubt that, I mean, for most of the year he was the closer. Things got a little tough down the stretch, and they, they relied on Jose Leclerc at the end of the season and Josh Spores a little bit more than Will Smith. But but at the end of the day, I mean, that's what they that's what he was brought here for. He wasn't even really brought here for that kind of production last year, just a guy no. that they needed – people in the bullpen and he was a pleasant surprise and I don't think he uh uh he didn't make a ton of money here for the Rangers last year but he did enough to get himself one more payday and and you know uh that's kind of what you do when you're in your mid-30s and you're still a relief pitcher in the big leagues you try and do enough to get you another year the next year and uh Will Smith did that in spades and you know he'll be 34 next year and you know he'll be collecting another five million dollars and uh you know that's that's all you can ask for when you're a 34 year old slider specialist. Well, and speaking of collecting almost five million dollars, another Rangers player uh, looks like he's he got almost a five million dollar deal this year. I wouldn't have expected this one at all, but this one's related to that Cleveland deal that we talked about. Um, Mr. Creed himself, um, Austin Hedges, is going to be going to Cleveland, and he got a nice little chunk of change for it. Well, yeah. Well, this is who we we talked about Bethancourt. That Bethancourt was uh, was picked up on waivers by Cleveland and then sent to Miami. And it kind of seemed weird earlier when Hedges was traded or or when Hedges was signed by Cleveland, and they're like, "Wow, they're going to keep three get three catchers." But it looks more like the case is that they're about to give Bo Naylor an opportunity to catch every day and. If you're going to have a backup catcher, you might as well have a guy that calls a good game, helps in all the meetings, and and is going to help not just the the catching but the pitching staff and and Austin Hedges, man, that's that that's the type of guy he is, and and you know I don't know that he's uh, a super valuable piece um, in in every organization, but the organizations that he goes to and he becomes a part of their team, he ends up being a real nice piece for those teams. And sure. He did a lot more cheerleading than actual, um, playing for the Rangers last year, but there's no doubt that he was in those catchers, pitchers meetings, helping those stabs, helping everybody get ready. And, and, uh, you know, when he was out there on the, uh, out there behind the plate, he was stealing strikes like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, trade deadline next year. If uh, if either of these teams are out of it and the Rangers need a piece that they know will be a huge help for them down the stretch, we know who to look for because we got uh, Hedges last year at the trade deadline, I want to say. And then Will Smith, you know, hey, if we need a lefty in the bullpen, we know a guy who's uh, got a reputation for getting rings. So uh, I'll be looking for both of these guys come trade deadline. But sad to see him go, um, you know, you hate to see any pieces of your world championship team go, but uh, we kind of had a feeling that, that this might happen. So best. Yeah. You saw the writing on the wall. You saw the writing on the wall with those guys and you knew that they weren't going to be forever with this team. And you knew that, but you're appreciative of what you got from Will Smith last year and the Rangers never win a world series. 
if it isn't for what Will Smith did in the back end of that bullpen last year, especially May, June, July, when he really shirred things up when they were not uh, getting anything from anyone else. Well, the Rangers are going to rely on a couple of farmhands uh, in the bullpen this year, or at least they, they hope to see something from a couple of guys, uh, Antoine Kelly and Mark Church. Now, if you had been following our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys, you'd know all about both of these guys. In fact, both of these guys, uh, my co-host got to watch firsthand during spring training last year. And I want to say uh, you got to have a nice little conversation with Mark Church. So yeah, uh, yeah, you knew his head, you knew, you know, his head's right now. It's just about getting that stuff to where it needs to be. Yeah. So these are two guys that if you'd have been listening to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys, you know, all about them. And so that's what I'm talking about right now. So if you go over to our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Or to our Spotify page for just $1.99. You can subscribe to our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys. We go through all things Rangers minor league system. We've done deep dives for each level of the org- of the team's organizations from uh, AAA. And now uh, upcoming will be our Dominican Summer League and our Arizona Complex Leagues. So uh, right now that's what we got going on. So go subscribe. Uh, you know, go ahead and binge listen so that that way you can get up to speeds before sp- uh, spring training so you know all that's going on with this Rangers team, who who we expect to see get invites to spring training. We're going to cover all that kind of stuff on our show. So uh, just well, make you up your get in on those because next week, because probably by the time you hear this when the uh, the the Dominican Summer League uh and Arizona Complex League team those those should be up or on the verge of being up and uh, you want to know what's going on in those in, in those leagues because we're going to drop that 40 in the next two weeks and you want to know you want to know who's going to be in that next 20 that we'll do the first week and then one through or our top 20 that next week so you'll want to know who cuz we've got some Dominican Summer League guys on there. We've got some guys from the complex. We've got some guys from, you know, Down East, Hickory, Frisco, and Round Rock. So there's guys from all of the levels on there, and and you're going to want to know. And there's a bunch of guys that were uh, draft picks last year on these. on these, And uh, so there's a bunch going on on this uh, 40 list. And, you know, it's not going to be like everybody else's 40 list, but – with the with the way their top prospects are, it's going to be hard to deviate too much at the very top. Yeah, but but there's always going to be some things that we think a little differently of, and and you know, heck, man, a lot of times, brother, you're right. Uh, when some of these big time sports writers like old Rosenthal um, are extremely wrong. So, hey, let's get into our final segment and let's talk about the our we have our top fifteen moments. <laughs> of the year and so uh, i think we're at number 12 right we are on to number 12 and number 12 is a mm. play our first playoff moment of the year yep yep this one is a big one uh this one was one that i felt it <laughs> like like man we felt this one this was a big deal uh why don't you go ahead and set set the stage because you had been talking about the the circumstances leading up to it um for a few games before that, I think it was in the Tampa series. So uh, I'm going to turn you loose and let let you let you kind of lay the lay the foundation for this. Okay, let's let's take you back to uh, Sunday, October eighth. It was game two of the 
ALDS between the Texas Rangers and the Baltimore Orioles. It was the first game that that Bruce Bochy decided to put Ma- Mitch Garver in the three hole to protect Corey Seager. It was also a game where Corey Seager broke the all-time record for most walks in a playoff game with five. And our number, what are we at, 13? 12. 12. Our number 12 moment of the Texas Rangers season this year is Mitch Garver's grand slam behind a Corey Seager walk to load the bases that – put this series basically on ice for the Rangers. They go up 2 nothing, taking both games in Baltimore, and they get to come home to close out game the first series of the playoffs um, on the back of a, a huge six – I think he had six RBIs that day. Just a huge game for Mitch Garver. Did everything you could ask for him – ask for – and, uh, you know, whenever given that opportunity, five RBIs. So he did, he had the grand slam. And then he also, uh, one more time later in the game, protected, protected Seager behind a walk and, uh, and, and drove in another run. And it was just a huge day for the Rangers, a huge day for, for, um, for the organization because that was their fourth playoff win in a row on the road. Yeah. That- the playoffs. Yeah, that moment for me was was a big moment. Um, I just I got I remember just thinking how excited I was. I mean, it just felt like I think that was the point at which I mean we kind of all believed. I think I think we had like a sliver of belief, but that was kind of like the moment for me. It was like a spillover moment where I was like, this team might this this might be the team. Like yeah. I don't know what it was about that specific moment, but it was just one of those moments where you just felt like that this team had shown the ability to step up in those moments, like those big moments that, that they were just going to be able to step up um, and have big performances from really everybody up and down the roster uh, when they needed it. And if you're going to be a world championship team, you're going to have to have that kind of thing. So I, again, I think that I, that was kind of like the moment where I like in the back of my mind was like, man, this might be it. Like this might this, be the year. This was uh, the game. Yeah, this was the game for me definitely where I I realized that this team was going to be able to put, you know, the pieces together because this was a game where Montgomery didn't pitch very well in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't have a bunch of, you know, didn't have very many strikeouts, wasn't super great, and this was the game where uh, Cody Bradford came on the back half behind him. Mm. And and he he was three and two thirds lights out, struck four guys out, got extra work from Spores, and then Leclerc came in and closed it out after they tried to go to Burke and Burke just wasn't very good in the postseason last year. But anyways, it's not about Brock Burke not being good. It's about Mitch Garver being fantastic with his big grand slam. That's our number twelve moment on the Texas Rangers with the boys, 2023 top 15 moments of the Texas Rangers season. Well, that was quite a moment to have to, or to get to go back down memory lane. Uh, Just FYI, if you've noticed that uh, it's gotten a little more quiet over here, I had to break out the yogurt chips and the, uh, and the, uh, the, the, the little squeezable Kiwi 
uh, packs. And, and all of a sudden my kid, he gets really compliant when he's eating. So, um, <laughs> so thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, you got anything else before we sign out of here? No, you know, normally we are, uh, we're 45 minutes deep at this point, but it's a Sunday evening, Monday morning, and it just, there isn't a ton going on outside of Otani. And I expect things to pick up this next week now that the market has kind of settled. Yeah, you got to hope so. But I think the market for pitching still is kind of at a crawl until we get that. Skewed, yeah, it's still you skewed know? because you've got now you've got like Shohei Otani about to get paid forty five million dollars a year to pitch. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting next week just to see how this thing goes out. And remember, it was a few years back. But remember, a few years back, the free agent market for baseball was like real slow and it looks like it might be shaping up to be a, a slow uh, kickoff this year as well. So no problems there. As long as the Rangers are, are negotiating and keeping themselves um, in a, in a good leverage position and they're nope, making the moves they need to make. Of TV brother. What's that? No, nope, oh, they're yeah. poor because of TV brother. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to go there. So um, yeah, let, let's, um, Let's remember the guy who who reported that was dead wrong about Jacob DeGrom. So moving right along. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we are Texas Rangers with the boys. Don't forget to check us out on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And don't forget to check out our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys. Just $1.99 a month where you can check out all things Rangers Minor League. Thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform. For the 300-pound manimal, this is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Ranger with the boys. Signing out.